Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. So what do you think about the spectacle that happened yesterday? I want to know, what are your impressions, generally speaking, of Donald Trump's arraignment, but most importantly, his response? Did you watch his comments at Mar-a-Lago when he got back home? Did you? What did you think of his tone? What did you think of his actual words? I think it was pretty profound because I think he hit the right tones. And in fact, uh, the Breitbart story says a somber Trump speaks from Mar-a-Lago, a dark cloud over this country. So let me ask you, if you watched his, what could only be described as a campaign rally, to be honest with you, what did you think of it? You know, I want to go back to something that we talked about yesterday. I think this is very important. There's also some local news things going on here. A story that hit a couple of days ago that I did not have an opportunity to talk about is the, I mean, this is why elections matter. This is why you don't want George Soros-backed DAs who let petty crime continue on like Mike Schmidt has. By the way, have you seen, if you have not seen uh, the the uproar of Antifa against somebody, this group has put a billboard up, a giant 40-foot billboard on the side of a Portland building about Mike Schmidt. You know, the George Soros back DA, right? So the post-millennial story is The headline, Portland is a Schmidt show. And it angers Antifa. And it's this giant banner. I have a point to this. Giant banner with smiling, white, woke, leftist, let the criminals out at all costs, Mike Schmidt. I mean, this thing's 40 feet, folks. It's that big. It's on the side of a building. And next to him, it says, Portland is a Schmidt show. And then it has record crime, fewer prosecutions, and empty jail beds. Now, the left's all on Twitter over this. They're all upset. Well, this is what you get. It's not just guys like Alvin Bragg persecuting Donald Trump, and we'll get to all of that. But you got Mike Schmidt. Refusing to prosecute the bad guys. So Hot Lips Pizza in Portland has decided to close three of its five stores and lay off employees for the first time since opening in 1984. 
They cite the pandemic, labor, and economic stresses in a press release. The owners expressed regret over the need to close the restaurants and lay off workers. And said they plan to move forward with a smaller crew and a smaller footprint. The pizza chain has survived nearly 40 years without downsizing until Portland hit them with a depressed market, which is caused by Portland's high taxes, high regulations, their crime wave, and their COVID business shutdown rules. Hot Lips Pizza joins Cracker Barrel, Starbucks, Walmart, and others that have been shutting down stores in Oregon, most importantly in Portland. Now, the story, this is a Taxpayer Association story in the Oregon Catalyst. Three of Oregon's largest events have been closed permanently. Guess what? Guess where they are? They're all in Portland. Oregon Symphony Waterfront Festival, it's closed permanently. The Oregon Brewers Festival, it's closed permanently. The Feast closes. or It's the called Portland's largest food fest. They've closed. Now, why is that? When you have lawlessness, this is what you get. I can tell you, having been the personal uh, recipient of an Antifa attack on the waterfront, as you know, of us Christian pastors, men and women and children gathered together, Antifa attacked. No cops anywhere. They didn't bother to show up until the attack was over. They destroyed our sound equipment, fought with a bunch of people, maced a whole bunch of people, including Pastor Lou of the River Church and his, all of his white pastors, the black pastors, didn't get maced. In any event... I don't want to go back to downtown Portland ever again. I don't ever want to spend a dime there again. And I'm not alone. Portland is the Schmidt show. Now, you not only get, you get the persecution of people like Donald Trump by these George Soros funded prosecutors. You also get the persecution of somebody who is pulls a gun to defend themselves in Portland. Just ask Michael Strickland. Now, the way we change all of that, folks, is this is what Dr. Clements talked about. This is what Dr. Frank talks about. It's what Mike Lindell talks about. It's what anybody who believes in our constitutional rights should be talking about. Joel Pulowski is the Marion County Republican chairman. He wrote a piece and he gave it to the Northwest Observer. You can read it if you go to northwestobserver.com. He says, exercise your political power. He talks about the first section of Oregon's constitution. That says natural rights inherent in the people. We declare that all men, when they form a social compact, are equal in right and that all power is inherent in the people and all free governments are founded by their authority and instituted for their peace, safety, and happiness. 
They have at all times a right to alter, reform, or abolish the government in such a manner as they think proper. He said, read that last sentence. Think again. One more time. Let it sink in. And they have at all times a right to alter, reform, or abolish the government in such a manner as they think proper. He quotes, section one does not say the legislature. It does not say the government. It declares, or the governor, declares that the people of the state of Oregon have the right to alter, reform, or abolish the government of the state of Oregon. This is your political power. This is it, folks. It's up to us. You see, at every level, we have to exercise our political power. Now, generally, we do that through elections. Well, if the elections are corrupt, like did anybody have any doubt as to how this Wisconsin Supreme Court race was going to turn out last night? Electronic voting machines. What do you think? How do you think that was going to turn out? Yes, they elected the far-left George Soros-backed lawyer to the Wisconsin Supreme Court, which has been controlled by conservatives. It won't be anymore. What do you think that means for the future of election decisions in very critical Wisconsin? We, the people have the right to alter, reform, or abolish the government. This is our power. And the first thing we have to do is, number one, not get discouraged. Because I'm telling you, we're winning at the local level, folks, in blue Oregon. But a lot of what happens on the national level matters. You cannot be cowed by lusts when you attend a Salem-Kaiser school board meeting. You speak up, just like Dr. Clements showed us in the videos, and you can see them if you go to theprofessorsrecord.com. You can watch his videos. You can see a lot of his stuff on our Political Coffee Clatch Telegram page. Go to Telegram, look at Political coffee clatch you can see it oh by the way youtube wouldn't let fred post <laughs> the video of dr clement speaking duh don't even bother we have the right to exercise political power that's the first thing don't dis get discouraged number two is be committed to reforming voting and showing up at commission meetings. On April 15th, various groups around Oregon are getting together, groups around Oregon that are interested in voting integrity and coordinating their efforts are getting together in Salem, the VFW Hall, on April 15th. Want to learn more? Go to Oregon People's Vote. Anna will tell you about it. This is a strategy session for those of you who want to get involved. Now, 
503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. The way we win is to not get discouraged. And this is the power of Trump's message. Make America great again. And he said it last night at the end of his comments. Now, I want to I want to know what you think about his comments. Was it very presidential? Was it too somber? Was it enough? Not enough hopefulness because his hopefulness in staying on message is one of the things that the state employee who that I shall never be named sent to me yesterday as I was articulating the two things that Trump has to do to make this entire event work for him. Well, the state employee, he said, this is the third thing Trump has to do to win. It's the key to winning more women's and independence votes. Trump has to control his anger throughout the remainder of the election season, demonstrate strength, humility, and self-control while under immense pressure to lash out at his enemies. Now, he did some of that last night. He must show emotional maturity to respond to the onslaught of charges and allegations and must not go down the rabbit trail of of attracting his enemies to his defense of self. He must let others do that and and with maturity show his leadership based on a new vision for the country. What do you think of Trump's response yesterday? If you didn't see it, I'll have it up so you can watch it. I'm curious. I want to know. Because I'm telling you, folks, as America goes with Trump in America first, so go we at the local level. Yet what we do at the local level is not dependent solely on Donald Trump. It's dependent on us, we, the people. We have the power. Are we willing to exercise it? Back in a moment at 620. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 22 minutes past the top of the hour. 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buke GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm. Dot news, And I have a great one from Julian. We're going to read it in a moment. Got to remind you that Power Honda is one of our specific show sponsors here on KSLM. Yes, the Power Auto Group does supply the call-in talk line, 503-589-1220. Thank you for that. Power Honda specifically not only um, does, in fact, sponsor this show, but also the radio station. They're down in Albany. If you're looking for a brand new power Honda, a Honda vehicle, you should talk to them. In fact, you can go to their website, mypowerhonda.com. You can order up the car you want, the Honda that you want. Have you been thinking about that? This is your opportunity. They also have a great pre-owned certified selection of vehicles that are pre-owned. If you're looking for, maybe you don't want to buy a new vehicle. Maybe you're looking for something that is very reliable in good condition. 
That's what pre-certification means. They got a great selection of that. They're down in Albany. It's a very short drive. Go to mypowerhonda.com, mypowerhonda.com. Julie, and again, I'm asking you your impressions of what you saw yesterday and Trump's response specifically. Julie writes this, kangaroo court, the real one. She writes, the spectacle of the New York court was sad and sickening. Two smaller, little noticed incidences bothered me as much. In an interview with Crooked Hillary, Nancy Pelosi referred to Hillary as Mrs. President. Bye-bye Kamala. This portends in the Dems' eyes, Biden winning, resigning, making Hillary president. This is enough to make one overdose on cough syrup. When a reporter asked Biden about the indictments, did not answer verbally like he can. Because he can't. That's her point. Biden gave the most malevolent grin I have ever seen in all my born days. It was dark and it was evil. It was a nightmare come true. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah, they're talking about his grin out there today. They are. And they should be. It is malevolent. This man is a sick, evil man. I'm talking about Joe Biden. Yesterday in Oregon, the legislature passed a whole bunch of really bad bills, gun bills. Oregon Firearms Federation has a missive about that. It's called hydrogen and, the, and stupidity are the most common things in the universe but not in that order. And then they talk about the anti-gun bills that moved through yesterday. You need to read it. But it's the bottom line that matters. All of these bills passed yesterday said, and this is, this is how they end their newsletter. And I want to read it to you because I think it's important because this is your opportunity to light a fire to defend your Second Amendment rights that Republicans would. Here's what they write. Quote, these bills combined will essentially end Second Amendment rights in Oregon. This time, there's been no indication that the Republicans plan to do anything to stop them. In fact, they often help the Democrats pass bills. They're content to sit back and be crushed by the Democrats and leave it to the taxpayers to fund an endless stream of lawsuits. So far, none of them have offered to bankroll any of those lawsuits. If the Republicans are on the floor for votes on any of these bills, their votes are yes votes, no matter which button they press. Your rights will evaporate and they will ask you for money to keep them in office. Let me say that again. If Republicans are on the floor for votes on any of these bills, their votes are yes votes, no matter which button they press. This is all about Republicans walking out. So let me ask you this, and I want your comments on both of these issues. How do you think Trump did in his comments last night from Mar-a-Lago? And secondly, do you think Republicans in the House and Senate in Oregon should go ahead and walk out, shut down the legislative session on these bills. 
even though the Constitution has been changed by the idiot voters of Oregon, and there's lots of them, because they keep electing these leftists. You know, like the people who run Portland, who are destroying the businesses, and people are leaving, and businesses are closing. Those people. Yeah, they keep electing them, because they're idiots. And they changed the Oregon Constitution to say, hey, which is unconstitutional, I believe, they say, hey, you know what? If you have 10 or more unexcused absences, you can never run for office again. I think that's unconstitutional, honestly. doesn't say that in the Constitution, except now they've changed it to say it. Yes, a constitutional amendment can be unconstitutional, folks. At any rate, should Republicans walk out when these gun bills get to the floor? Or are they feeding at the government trough, getting promises in the back rooms, which used to be smoke-filled, but they aren't anymore, but getting promises in the back room deal-making that, hey, you know, if you guys stick around and, yeah, you can go ahead and protest and thump your chest and yell and scream and holler from, you know, during debate that these gun bills are so bad, you can go ahead and do that, but just stick around. Let us crush you. Let us reward you with a little bit of money for your district. You can go home and say how wonderful I am. I stood up against the tyrants and I brought you home some bacon. Re-elect me. Give me money. Pathetic. They ought to stand up. Walk out. Make a powerful point. Don't you think? Back at the moment at 630. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220 is that power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Here's what we're talking about today. If you're just joining us, I want to know what you think. Do you think Republicans should walk out of the legislature, shut it down by not providing quorum, because of the gun bills that passed out of committee yesterday. Yesterday was the last day. The bad gun bills. In fact, it's so bad, by the way, that even Fox 12 here this morning basically said so. Senate Bill 348 Alpha A, as amended, the gotten stuff. It's worse than Measure 114, and that's what even Channel 12 had to admit to. That passed out of committee. Do you think Republicans should walk out, shut it down, and make a point? What do you think? Also, did you watch Donald Trump's, his campaign rally, if if you will, from Mar-a-Lago after he got back home from his arraignment? What did you think of it? Did it hit the right tones? 
What do you think of this whole thing that's going on? How should Republicans, how should conservatives, how should Americans who believe in the rule of law talk about it, think about it, deal with it? 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. It was cold again this morning. If you're not comfortable in your home, because your heating system is not keeping up, seriously, call Freedom Heating and Air. And they'll come out and they'll get it fixed for you. And they'll talk over your options with you. If this has been a perennial problem you've had for a long time, don't put up with it anymore. Don't live uncomfortably. In your home or your business or your apartment, doesn't matter. Freedom Heating and Air can get it fixed for you. And they get out to you far faster than anybody else. Their emergency services second to none in the Mid-Valley here. Give them a call, 503-580-1456, 580-1456. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net, freedomheatingandair.net. Now, Republicans ought to be have some courage. You know, like the ones in Tennessee. There's a Gateway Pundit story about Democrats who participated in the mob takeover, the tranny mob takeover in the Tennessee Capitol, those Democrats who helped make that happen, guess what Republican leadership did? They stripped them of their committee assignments and they may expel them. Now, I'm telling you, our Republicans need to step up like the ones in Tennessee have done. By the way, if you want to read the entire Trump indictment, you can read the text of it in the fish wrap story. Uh, it's by the Oregon staff and Wire reports, and the first two paragraphs are all you need to know about how this story is slanted. And it is. 34 felony counts of falsifying business records. Trump, and of course, Trump allegedly paid hush money to the porn actor. You know, the woman, Stormy Daniels, who has written two letters now, folks, two, to say she did not have an affair with Trump. Well, by the way, did you see yesterday that the Court of Appeals has ordered Stormy Daniels to pay an additional 121000 in Trump's ongoing lawyer fees. she all, That now means that she, because they ordered her to pay 500000 So far, she's not paid a dime. She's fighting it. Now she's got to pay another 121000 It's over 600000 She owes Trump. Yeah, I know. I wouldn't hold my breath that that's going to get um, paid. Anyway, uh, if you want to watch or look at all the charges, uh, you can. They're all linked to the fish wrap story here, which is leftist in its nature, of course, as you would think. There's a story about also about the state of Oregon denies a woman's application to adopt a foster child, a single mother, 
four kids, wants to adopt a uh, foster child. And the reason that the state of Oregon denied her application is because she's a Christian and she will not agree to support gender transition if the child she adopts ends up being trans. This is another gateway pundit story. Well, the Alliance Defending Freedom sued the state of Oregon yesterday on this behalf. Good for her. Good for them for standing up. If you want to watch, by the way, uh, Donald Trump's, his speech at Mar-a-Lago, you should. I listened to it and I have to tell you that I believe it absolutely hit the right tones. In fact, I saw a lot of social media responses that really said the same thing. People thought it was right. Now, he went after the judge, not just Alvin Bragg, but the judge, because the judge is clearly a leftist. The judge has, in fact, donated to leftist causes. Judge Juan Mercan made political contributions to organizations like Stop the Republicans and Biden for President. Plus, his family members have. His family, is, you know, there, there's lots out there. This guy's already presided on two of these. Now, the Trump team has moved that this be moved out of Manhattan and moved to Staten Island, which I think is a good move. Staten Island is decidedly... Look, Trump will get a fair trial there. The people that will be on the jury, if it gets that far, and I'm not sure it will, because, by the way, Alvin Bragg did not include an actual crime in his filing. Now, that's a violation of due process. Now, he can amend it and likely will have to. At any rate, lots of reaction to it. Uh, Art writes me a text that the judge's daughter worked for Kamala Harris. That is correct. Uh, thank you for reminding me that. Uh, Anne-Marie says, I thought Trump's speech last night was warm as he walked to the stage shaking supporters' hands. His tone was appropriate considering what he'd been through yesterday. He didn't disappoint me or the American people, in my opinion. I felt hopeful this travesty of justice will work out for the best. So do I. Yes, I I know, and I'll get to uh, that. Freddie writes, the door is wide open to prosecute all individuals of every level of our government. Elected leaders without the protection of the statute of limitations. Or as he writes, on purpose, statute of lamentations. (laughs) To use a biblical term. Let's go to the phones. Again, 503-589-1220. I want to know what you think. Should Republicans walk out and shut down the legislature with all of these bad gun bills that are even worse than Measure 114? Or should they stick around, let themselves be crushed, and get bought off? You know, bring home the bacon to their districts. And also, what do you think of Trump's speech? Let's go to Rebecca. Rebecca, what do you think? Hi. um, I was interested... A while back when I learned that before the Civil War, there were many, many slave uprisings, which don't like to get talked about in our history books. Uh, the slave uprisings in general were um, <clears throat> were unsuccessful, 
But um, John Brown was one of the ones who led a slave uprising. And today we memorialize him with a song that I'm sure the Democrats made up um, that that mocks his body molding in the grave. And um, the slave uprisings were because slaves inherently know that they are made in the image of God, and they cannot take the usurpations of their liberty um, that occur on a daily basis. Uh, and the, the slave uprisings were feared by the Democrats, and that's why they prevented slaves from learning how to read or write, and also prevented them from having any kind of thing that could be used as a weapon. Uh, so the, the the battle that we're having is actually very reminiscent of the slavery that uh, the Democrats ran. No Republican ever owned a slave. The Republican Party was created by the slave um, population and by okay, freedmen. Okay, so, so how is that relevant to anything we're talking about today? We need to, we need to recognize our the, the the actual lay of the land. The Bible says... The heart of the wicked inclines to the left. The heart of the righteous inclines to the right. That's in Proverbs. Thank you. I couldn't agree with that anymore. Because I do agree with you. Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 10 minutes till the top of the hour. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am. Got an email from John about shutting it down. The legislature, you know, because all these bad gun bills. Says, Jeff, the Republican side has very little leverage over the despicable and lawless Democrat hordes that call themselves representatives of the people. What we do have, what we do have is the power to stop everything by walking out. There are budget bills that must be passed. And the leverage can be in that arena. Shut it down down now look the reality is yeah the reality is this is we are not going to get anything from the democrats unless we use leverage there's very little leverage of course that we do have shouldn't we be using it because by not using it, now I have to tell you that this is this is really powerful, friends. By not using our power, our elected representatives, it doesn't inspire people. Trump inspires in part because he will stand up and fight. He's resilient. I, you know, I got to thinking about this. I, I don't know about you, but just thinking about all of the attacks on Trump 
And, you know, I don't think most of us could have survived them mentally. I just don't think we could. And I and I look at that and and I say, you know, that that's powerful. He's resilient. That's inspiring. So when Republicans stand up and do things that are inspiring, guess what happens? We get inspired. We're willing to go help Republicans, you know, by pounding on doors, convincing people, persuadable people, you know, likes the whole purpose of this show. We will, in fact, then move people to stand up for their rights, as Joel Pulowski talks about in the NorthwestObserver.com piece. It's up to us. We have to exercise our political power. But if our political leaders are letting themselves be crushed and then come back and tell us, worse, letting themselves be crushed and get bought off as part of the deal, it doesn't inspire anybody. And we won't exercise our political power. And the other side will continue to crush us, but unfortunately at every level. This is why I tell you, and I believe this with all my heart, that the movement that Donald Trump started, America First, will last far beyond Donald Trump, folks. You see, it is America First, instead of America Last. Therein lies at least one of the powerful differences between the ideological parties. In fact, Christopher Bedford has a great piece about that in The Federalist today. The difference between the left and the right is one arraignment. It's an interesting piece, and it's about philosophies. Art writes a text as if the Republican leadership excuses them from showing up, then they can do nothing. Well, I don't think so. I, I, I don't, it is the power of the Democrats, Speaker of the House or the Senate President that makes that decision. I don't think it's Republican leadership in the caucus that makes that decision. Let's go to Tim, who's on the line. Tim, good morning. Good morning, Jeff. What I was thinking about with the Republican Party, I'd like to know what they do that's inspiring. <laughs> well, um, they need to do more. <laughs> I mean, look, when the Republican Party takes, one of the things that they do is they take a stand in a party platform. If that party platform is populist-oriented based on principles, the timeless principles of liberty and of faith, and that's one of the ways they can use it to, ex to inspire people. Do they do that? I don't think they use it enough, number one. And number two is <laughs> I, I think they have, at least in Oregon, they they had an opportunity by going after Kate Brown in the first recall. I'm talking about the Oregon Republican Party. Didn't work, and they tried it again. That 
didn't look good. It failed miserably. They failed. You know, nobody likes failure. Success loves company. When you fail, then you fail. And it sends a very powerfully bad message. And, and this, is, this is the message that we're sending to the world. The president of El, El Salvador said it right. With his Trump charges yesterday, he said the United States' ability to use, to use democracy, to use democracy as foreign policy, it's gone. I think it is. So what did you think yesterday, by the way? Uh, did you see Trump's speech? Did you hear it? Uh, not enough of it. Okay. Fair enough. What should he be saying? He should be following his platform. Any chance he gets. Because it's great. It's You can sell it. Because it's about... America first. It's about making America great again. And he closed his speech last night with those very words, making America great again. I think that resonates with all kinds of people. I think if Republicans in Oregon start talking like that, those Republicans that have the bully pulpit, it does inspire people. But if they won't stand up and use every tool they have to fight against tyranny, it won't be an inspiring thing. And this hurts us at the Salem-Kaiser School District level, at the county commission level, the city council level. And it doesn't inspire people like you and I to go to the Capitol and try to be persuasive. Now, one of the inspiring people will be joining us in the war room on Thursday. That is State Senator Dennis Linthicum at nine o'clock, folks. Would come to the war room Thursday. He is a passionate defender of liberty. Passionate. That's student perfect, of Jeff. So join us this Wednesday, this Thursday, tomorrow at the War Room. It's in the Ike Box. It's in the Bay Room, which is on the first floor behind the stage. Free coffee, and Tim will probably be bringing us donuts like you normally do, right, Tim? Oh yeah. And to the right. Republican Caucus. Yes. Hopefully that'll inspire them. <laughs> Maybe some donuts, some sugar, and some coffee to wake up, do the right thing. Thanks for joining us today. Tim, thanks. See you all tomorrow. <laughs>